This is Financial Wellness Radio with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob and Lori provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Rob Burnett and Lori Gross on Financial Wellness Radio. Welcome to Financial Wellness Radio with me, Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center. Each week we come together to discuss topics affecting your financial wellness. We try to take complex topics, break them down, make them understandable, and we want our listeners to have the education and the tools to make sound financial decisions that's going to affect not only their current lifestyle, but their retirement. And while we're at it, we will try to have a little fun with it. So joining me in the studio today is Lori Gross, the investment advisor, representative, and fiduciary leading our Troy office. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. And rounding out our panel this morning is our good friend, our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Well, good morning, Rob. Good morning, Lori. Great to be here. Uh, I'm here. I'm alive. I'm awake. So hey, that's all we can ask for. It's a good day. It's a good day. How are you guys doing? Lori, you sound like you might be a little under the weather. I'm a little froggy. (laughs) So I may have to walk away from the microphone here and there, but yeah, I'm a little froggy this morning. Uh, It's okay. Uh, It's that time of year. Yes, it is. It's going around. Rob, how are you doing? Uh, Fortunately, I haven't caught what Lori's got. (laughs) Well, we're all here in the studio, so uh, you might- Try not to cough on you. Yeah. I wonder if it would be uh, too much to ask Lori to wear one of those face masks during the show. Her voice might sound a little muffled, but... Yeah. It might. It's already sounding kind of smoky, so, you know. Yeah, but this, whatever she's got, has been going through the the office, has gone through the the family. Uh, My wife's had it. So far, so good. Knock on wood, I've managed to avoid it. Yeah, well, drink lots of liquids, lots of water, get plenty of sleep, and you'll avoid it. Yeah, I asked my uh, family doctor once how she could see so many sick people in a day and not get sick. Her answer was, "I take lots of zinc." So yeah, and and her she, uh, I'm sure her immune system builds up uh, immunity after a oh, while. Oh yeah, it, yeah, it would have to. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't have that that luxury, so we just gotta <laughs> suck it up and deal with it. <laughs> well, Rob, I can't believe you made Lori come on the show today. <laughs> She had the option of, of not showing up, but uh, that's just not her. If, she, if yeah. she's alive and she can do anything, she's going to show up. Just that's the, the work ethic she's got. It's really awesome. So, Rob, what are we talking about today? Well, Tony, today we're going to talk at, about some of the dangers of making certain assumptions when it comes to your finances. You know, the old assume has that you make a, you know, we, you know how all that works out. Yeah, we can't say that one either because Mitch that would one have under, to edit yeah, it. Yeah, we, that would have to be edited out. We'd get bleeped on that one. But sometimes you may assume some things are set in stone when it comes to retirement. Uh, there's a lot of thumb rules, a lot of conventional wisdom, and a lot of that's misunderstood. It's misapplied, and it's going to lead to disaster in your income retirement plans. Wow. Okay, so we're talking about misconceptions and assumptions. And Rob, uh, you know what they say about assumptions. They're, they're, they're problematic. 
That's what they, they, they really are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was afraid you're going there. there again. Uh huh. <laughs> but I think this is going to be a great episode, uh, so we can figure out okay, uh, what might we hear that's uh, wrong out there? A lot of people believe certain things about. Uh, their finances and saving for retirement and there are a lot of myths out there aren't there there really are yeah there really are a lot of myths out there so let, let's look at uh, an article that was posted out in October of, of this year from the Motley Fool it's entitled three money myths that could ruin your retirement now the author as a personal finance and retirement writer names Katie Brockman she breaks down each of these things in what she considers myths and how they can impact your retirement now I, I like to consider these more misconceptions rather than myths if you will since each one comes from some factual basis but the end assumption is flawed in some way well that sounds interesting but I might need to hear more before I really get where you're going with this give us an example Lori Absolutely, Tony. Um, well, let's take for instance the first myth or misconception that was mentioned in the article, and that's that you'll spend less in retirement. Now, according to the article, it's likely that spending will change during your retirement for most people, and it cites a report from J.P. Morgan that showed that nearly 80% of retirees experienced a significant change in their spending. However, more than 33% of those individuals found themselves spending more than they had before their retirement during some of their retirement years. And Tony, those years often come early in retirement. Uh, we have a client that uh, retired, both the husband and wife retired at the same time. They decided that they're gonna spend the first three years of their retirement traveling the world, coming back to the US periodically and heading back out again here's the issue that we had with that we had everything planned out we had the spending planned out actually while they are traveling overseas they were spending less than they were when they were living in the u.s and working that part was working out really well the problem is when they came back to the states they overspent their budget uh, they gave money to their kids they hadn't planned on giving to the kids and and so now all of a sudden this dream of when we're done with this buy a house pay for it in cash uh, they're gonna have to carry a mortgage because they outspent their plan and they figured, well, we just figured you'd make it up with the investments. We always get that one. When they <laughs> overspend, they expect us to make it up with the investments. So it's a really tough scenario, but here's the thing. People are gonna spend more in retirement, much more than they think. And you can imagine the challenge that would come with suddenly spending more than you had expected. So this misconception could be really expensive. And you may average less spending per year over the course of your retirement, but that average may include years of more spending. And you, you have to keep that in mind. Well, so basically it would be a misconception then to assume that you know exactly how your retirement spending is gonna go. Very expertly put, Tony you catch that rob i called him an expert sort of i like it <laughs> well okay tony in my opinion it's the spending fluctuation that can be the most dangerous part of that assumption if you have a certain budget in mind and don't have the flexibility to adjust you may put your financial future in danger well i for one want to avoid danger that's kind of my life motto <laughs> uh, what's another thing that we need to be wary of here rob Another misconception from the article is that if you wait until you have higher income, it will be easier to save for retirement. Now, this is a really easy thing to rationalize, particularly when you're young. Mm -hmm. 
Making more money would mean there is more money available to save, that's true. However, building a retirement nest egg can take years and the value of compounding interest can be a very powerful growth tool for savings. If you put off saving for retirement, you may find yourself needing to save an even larger percentage of your income later in your work life. And missing out on years of annual rate of return can result in challenges later. The money's just not there. So saving early, even if it's a small amount, can really have strong financial results. Well, I know I've heard you talk about how important saving is. Even just a little bit of savings uh, can really make a big difference, right? It, it really can, Tony. You know, that, that power of, accum- of accumulating wealth over time can hardly be underestimated. And so, you know, let, let's look at this next misconception or assumption, uh, and it has to do with Social Security. And I'd like to look at, the, at this from both sides of this issue. Um, In the article, they cautioned against assuming that Social Security benefits can be your primary source of retirement income. And there was a a Motley Fool article published in October uh, that was called The Average Social Security Benefit is Probably Smaller Than You Think. And it stated that in 2019, the average Social Security check was just over $1,400. So for many people, that's likely not enough to cover all of your monthly expenses. And and when you look at the the potential growth of medical expenses in the future, you may feel even less enthusiastic about covering your costs with Social Security benefits alone. Well, so it could be dangerous then to assume that Social Security is going to be able to cover all of our costs in retirement then. Yeah, it could be, Tony, but it's also important to note that assuming Social Security won't be a part of your retirement income is likely a misconception as well. In April of this year, a press release from the Social Security Administration does provide some encouraging news. Uh, They issued a report called Social Security Combined Trust Funds Gain One Year, says the Board of Trustees. So what the article reported was the Board of Trustees found positive developments in the long-term financial stability of Social Security. Previously, the Board had found that combined asset reserves of the, as we call it, the Social Security lockbox, the formal name is the Old Age and Survivors Insurance and Disability Insurance Trust Funds. Isn't that a mouthful? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So the, the combined reserves of the program in a prior year report said they're going to be depleted in 2034. So the new report shows we have an additional year of estimated solvency. So does that mean that Social Security is fixed, uh, for lack of a better term? It is a sign of progress. Uh, The Board of Trustees recommended that Congress continue to act to address these issues. And it's also important to realize that 2035 would not be the end of Social Security benefits. In current projections, there would be enough income coming into Social Security to pay 80% of scheduled monthly benefits. So Social Security would likely not be enough to cover your monthly expenses by itself. However, it's also unlikely to completely vanish from that calculation. I believe that what will be important for you is to maximize your Social Security income when that time comes. And I highly recommend working with financial services professionals like the ones here at Outlook Financial Center to determine that right time and strategy for your personal financial situation. Uh, You know what? Our time is just about up for this segment. Is there anything else you want to add, Rob, before we take a quick break here? We're going to spend a lot of time on this, Tony, but having a clear understanding of your expenses and protecting your financial assets are really important parts of your financial process and that road to your retirement dreams. 
It's not. It's never too early or never too late to start. So the good news is you, you don't have to do this alone. So for our radio listeners today, give us a call at 937-552-9990 to schedule a no-cost, no-obligation, one-hour consultation. We'll go over your financial situation, answer your questions, and see how we might get you on that path to the financial uh, retirement of your dreams. Because, Tony, the goal we ultimately have for all of our clients remains the same. Retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Outlook Financial Center at 937-552-9990 or visit outlookfc.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Welcome back to Financial Wellness Radio. I'm Lori Gross from the Outlook Financial Center. And in the studio with me today is our CEO, Rob Burnett, and our co-host, Tony Shore. And today we're talking about the dangers of misconceptions or assumptions when it comes to your finances. And in the first segment, we looked at an October 2019 article from The Motley Fool that was called Three Money Myths That Could Ruin Your Retirement. And we discussed each of the main points in that article in depth. Social security, monthly expenses, and delaying savings can all have a large impact on your financial future. Misconceptions, myths, and incorrect assumptions about these issues can further cloud your vision. So now I wanna turn our attention to another area that's often misunderstood or that comes with a certain amount of assumptions, if you will. Well, that sounds good. And I look forward to building on what you've already talked about today. So what's the next type of misconception or assumption? Well, the next one that that I want to discuss today is how a rate cut by the Federal Reserve impacts the everyday American consumer. You know, another of our sources is an article today from CNBC, uh, and it's called Here's How the Fed Rate Cuts Affect You. And in in late of October 2019, the Federal Reserve announced their decision to cut interest rates by a quarter of a point. And this was the third time in 2019 that they had decided to cut rates. Oh, okay. It does feel, at least to me, like these rate cuts or increases do get a lot of attention. But uh, what do they really do? How does this cut potentially impact me? I mean, that's what everybody wants to know. How's it going to impact them? That's a great t- question, Tony, because it's always see what's in it for me. Mm-hmm. That's what we have to look at. So let's take a look at the big picture. Lower rates mean cheaper loans. Now, that can impact the average American by producing lower rates on credit cards, student loans, monthly car payments, and even a mortgage or a home equity loan. Unfortunately, in a slowing economy, lenders are often less likely to approve loans. So some consumers may not be able to take advantage of the lower rates. In addition, interest rates on savings accounts will decrease as well. And so this can lead to less growth in some of our savings vehicles. So that's the big picture. I like that uh, big idea view. Can we look at some of those impacts in detail then? How about credit cards? Uh, What does the federal rate cut uh, mean for my monthly payments with credit cards? Well, many credit cards have a variable rate, which means that your rate will change when the Federal Reserve cuts the rates. And according to a recent Wallet Hub article, Americans started 2019 with more than $1 trillion worth of credit card debt. And however, you know, it's important to note that the interest rates in the teens and 20s, a quarter point will likely not make a noticeable difference here. 
So what about savings accounts? Well, this rate cut will also impact savings accounts. Interest rates on savings accounts are tied to the Federal Reserve's rate, so they're already low. And this third cut of the year will decrease them even farther. So according to a survey by Bankrate, nearly 7 in 10 savers earn less than 2% interest on their savings accounts. And if you're looking at pursuing other savings options, so you may want to investigate a certificate of deposit or a CD. Um, the CNBC article cites that you can find average rates on one, two, or three-year CDs that are well above 2%. And Tony, another source of fixed income like a CD can be found in the insurance market with fixed annuities. They're called multi-year guarantee annuities. Uh, in the industry, we call them MIGAs. And for a, a term of three years or more, they could be a good alternative to a bank-issued CD and really should be considered. As always, your personal situation's gotta be evaluated to determine which path is in your best financial interest. And that's what the financial fiduciaries here at Outlook Financial Center do for every client. Always operating to keep your best interests first. Well, how about mortgages then? How are they impacted by an interest rate cut? Well, Tony, mortgages are not directly linked with the federal rates, but over time, they've been influenced by the Fed, the economy, and inflation. So mortgage rates have been declining over the past year, and low rates may mean that this is a good time to investigate possibly refinancing your existing mortgage to a lower rate. So if your current mortgage is an adjustable rate mortgage, you may notice a lower monthly cost as well. Um, but this, this rate cut will also continue to make home equity lines of credit more affordable for those that wish to pursue them. So is there is there a remodel or upgrade that, that you have been waiting for to make in, uh, for your home? It might be a good time to do some of those type of things. Now might be a really good financial moment to make those moves that you've been thinking about making. Right. And would I be right to assume then that a rate cut is going to impact other types of loans? Uh, it certainly does, Tony. Auto loans have remained low over the past few years, despite rate fluctuation from the Federal Reserve. According to Bankrate, a quarter point difference on a loan of $25,000 would only come down to a savings of about three bucks a month. If you have a student loan with a private company, it may have a variable rate that's related to the Federal Reserve cuts. So if you pay less interest on that loan, however, details loan to loan, they're gonna vary. So, and, and like many of the changes that we've mentioned today, you know, that monthly difference will likely not be noticeable. So when it comes to Federal Reserve rate cuts, misconceptions and assumptions can come easy. Uh, simply searching for Federal Reserve interest rate cut on Google will result in a swarm of news articles. And uh, there's a lot of journalistic noise out there, folks. Federal Reserve rate changes receive a lot of media attention and impact the economy. However, as we've detailed today, these changes may not seem consequential to the everyday American consumer. Well, I think that's a great point, Lori. Unfortunately, our time is up for this segment. We have to take another quick break here. Rob, do you have any closing comments before we take this break? I do, Tony. Our goal at Outlook Financial Center in our planning process is to truly provide our clients with clarity, knowing they're gonna have the comfortable retirement that they've really worked so hard for. It's never too early nor too late to start. You don't have to do this alone. That's the good news. So for our radio listeners today, give us a call at 937-552-9990 to schedule a no cost, no obligation, one hour consultation. Let's talk about your current financial situation and get your pressing questions answered. 
Also, we encourage you to explore all the educational resources on our website, outlookfc.com, and on our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. Take the opportunity to review today's show and all of our other broadcasts by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. The goal ultimately we have for all of our clients is always the same, retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Outlook Financial Center by visiting outlookfc.com or calling us at 937-552-9990. And welcome back to the final segment for this episode of Financial Wellness Radio. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our hosts are here, Rob Burnett and Lori Gross of the Outlook Financial Center. And today, Rob and Lori, you've been talking about dangers of misconceptions. So where do we go from here? Tony, in our final segment, uh, we'd like to examine an article from Business Insider that looks at the assumption that you may be able to continue to work in retirement. The article published this month in uh, November 2019 is headlined, Working in Retirement Doesn't Always Work, says an unemployed retiree who planned on it. Ah, interesting. What are some of the reasons the article cited that made working in retirement hard? Well, Tony, one of the main reasons that the article mentioned pops up in several of the narratives of the people that the writer actually interviewed. And many workers from from a salesman with a 42-year experience to to a veteran of the screen printing industry said that finding a new job as an older worker was the biggest challenge. The screen printer said that her family exhausted their savings, their individual retirement accounts, and their pensions plans while searching for new jobs. And the jobs the salesman found, he, he ended up losing due to health complications. Oh, wow. Is that a common experience for older workers then? Well, it certainly can be. Uh, In fact, according to an article that was titled Age Discrimination and Hiring of Older Workers uh, that was put out from the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, age can impact callback rates. Older female candidates from administrative positions were called back at a 47% lower rate than their younger competitors were. And the callback difference was even lower at only 36% for sales-related positions. Now, there were discrepancies among male applicants as well, though they were not as obvious across the board. So for for sales-related positions, older male candidates were called back 30% less than their younger competitors were. And so while receiving a callback is just one measurement of job search success, it can be a very strong one. And, And in my experience, it's exceedingly difficult to get hired for a job without having the opportunity to actually interview for that job. Wow. So that makes sense it's hard to get a gig i guess if you don't even get the chance at it right mm-hmm. that's very true tony and an, another factor that could impact working during retirement can be layoffs or forced retirement uh, ProPublica published a study if you're over 50 chances are the decision to leave a job won't be yours and that was published in december of last year it analyzed data from the health and retirement study and found that workers who enter their 50s holding full-time, long-term positions were often being pushed out of their positions by employers. Overall, the study found that of this group, 56% experienced employer-driven job loss 
and only 16% were still working. So that paints a <laughs> kind of a bleak picture when it comes to older <laughs> workers. Uh, I'm starting to feel sad now. Uh, it feels <laughs> like it's going to be difficult for people who are older to continue working and find new work if they need to. Well, it does feel overly negative, but that's why I wanted to mention this possible danger of assuming. You know, it, it may be natural or easy to assume that you'll be able to keep your full-time, long-time job if you continue to perform and you want to. However, that could be a dangerous idea. Also, it, it may not be as easy as you think to find another or additional employment as an older worker. Well, so we've talked a lot about assumptions and misconceptions today. What would you recommend then to somebody who's listened to our show and may have further questions about these topics? Well, Tony, we've touched on a lot today. And um, so we go from you know, misconceptions and myths about money and retirement to understanding how a federal rate cut impacts the everyday consumer. And we've even examined some challenges that impact older workers. So if any topic that we covered today resonates with you, or if you have questions on how your retirement strategy can be changed to adapt to the future, I highly recommend that you, you reach out and set up a time to talk with us. While many of today's topics may feel negative, there's often a strategy or adjustment that you can make today to improve your financial tomorrow. All right. And listeners, that about does it for our show today. We're out of time. Rob, is there anything else you want to add before we go? Tony, I know we covered a lot of topics today and a lot of people may be feeling kind of depressed because we really have <laughs> talked about a lot of negative stuff. But I do want to end on something very positive. You can do something about each of these faulty assumptions and misconceptions. You have the power to make positive change in your financial future. So take something you've learned or learned or heard today, take it to heart and do something with it. Procrastination, avoidance, and denial is not going to get you where you want to go. The good news is you don't have to go on your financial retirement journey alone. So for our listeners today, give us a call at 937-552-9990. To schedule a no-cost, no-obligation, one-hour consultation, let's talk about your financial situation, what your goals and dreams are, and get your questions answered. We encourage you to explore all the educational resources on our website and on our Facebook page. Take the opportunity to review today's shows. Listen to it again. Make sure you really have a good, firm understanding of what we are talking about. And while you're doing that, look at some of our other broadcasts. Uh, you can also, they're on the website, you can stream them straight from our website at outlookfc.com, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Because at the end of the day, the goal we ultimately have for all of our clients, the young ones, the ones nearing retirement, the ones in retirement, is all the same. Retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Thank you for listening to Financial Wellness Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett or Lori Gross at Outlook Financial Center. Call 937-552-9990 or visit their website at outlookfc.com.
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Outlook Financial Center, LLC. Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC and Outlook Financial Center, LLC are affiliated companies. Rob Burnett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.